Hey everyone, como están mi chusma? It's been about a month since our intro aired and I've gotten some feedback from friends, family, and listeners. So I want to address some of those questions before we got into today's episode, which by the way is a love letter, but more about that later. Uh, let's address the first questions. Uh, the first thing people wanted to know was, what's with the mistakes during the recording and why didn't you just edit those out? Um, I'm going to answer this by asking that you remember uh, in the intro, I said this was going to be a real raw space. Perfection is not the goal. And if we are having a conversation in real life, I wouldn't be saying, oh, hold up, let's take another take so uh, you can get the perfect edited version of me. No, right. That'd be ridiculous and it'd be pretty annoying. So um, that's not what I want. Right. And I surely don't want friends feeling like they need to be perfectly scripted versions of themselves to talk about things, especially the hard things. That stuff is already hard. It brings up all kinds of emotions that A, usually make us ugly cry, and B, can become completely messy with emotions and anxiety. So please don't per expect perfection um, because you're not going to find that here. And honestly, I don't want that here. Um, second, I can, can I just say that those of you who shared this podcast asked how you could promote it and sent me suggestions for future guests. Um, that was pretty amazing. Thank you for your support and for taking the time to listen because I went into this really with the hopes that some would listen, but more so that it would allow me to have a way of uh, releasing so much that hasn't found a healthy way of escaping my body. For years, I've internalized so much guilt and shame, fear, sadness. So it's just time to let it play a different role. Uh, one that allowed me to heal and one that made me face what I have been controlled by for so long. So this is my way of taking power back. Um, and the fact that you're being so positive and supportive, it, it just means a lot. So I want to thank you. Um, another question was, will episodes always be in Spanglish? And the only answer I have for that is, pienso que sí, because that is just the way my brain works. Some words just come out in Spanish, but yes, you'll hear mostly English with some Spanish throughout, and you'll hear it broken, right? It's broken Spanish, what we call mocho. Uh, you'll hear that too, because like many of you, I've grown up in a school or professional settings where we put our Spanish and our culture on hold to fit in, and then we lose some of our Spanish language proficiency in the process. So yes, it'll be broken. It'll be Spanglish, but that's, uh, you know, that's the reality of, of who I am and how I communicate. Um, there are also some questions around frequency. The truth is, you know, while I would like to eventually make this a weekly podcast, the capacity just isn't there right now. Uh, and we will get there. But for now, um, I'm going to join you at least once a month. Um, I also received messages from people saying that they appreciated a place where real issues and stories would be told. Um, they shared their stories and suggested topics to highlight what they've been through. Um, and it was truly heart-wrenching to hear some of the hurt that they wanted me to speak about on their behalf. Um, but even, even if they don't want to speak about it personally, it's just another reminder to us that we need each other. Um, so thank you for trusting me with your stories, uh, for reaching out, and for gifting our community with one, uh, with one or more opportunities to grow. Um, that is so important that we uplift each other and grow with each other. So thank you for reaching out. Um, so if you do have more questions or suggestions, or if you want to share your story, please feel free to send them my way. Um, you can email me your feedback to cccwithcindy at gmail.com.
Um, okay, so now let's get into this month's topic, the love letter. Uh, when you hear that, I don't want you to think it's a love letter to someone else, really, because uh, it's really a love letter to the love within us. When I was reading and listening to your feedback, it made me think of stories from loved ones or stuff that I've been through. And what surprised me most when we were having these discussions or when I sat thinking about my past, I could see, uh, hear, and feel such a void of love. Um, we needed so much love and support that we didn't feel from others or ourselves while we were going through these experiences that we were discussing. Um, and then it hit me, like really hard it hit me, that we go through so much of our lives waiting for a love that you know just doesn't show up in the way that we want it to. And sometimes it's because we can't even verbalize the love we want, right? We're not even aware of the love within us because we can be so fearful of allowing it to live freely within us. So, I mean, let's be real. We don't even love ourselves on that level. So how the hell will we be able to hold anyone else accountable to a standard of loving us that we don't even uphold? You know, we're so hard on ourselves. We're, you know, we don't look a certain way. We don't talk a certain way. Uh, we don't meet standards that, you know, we really don't even care about. So we're placing, uh, what we're doing is placing someone else's standards of what is acceptable on us and thinking it's going to fill the void of love, but it doesn't. I mean, we can still be left feeling empty and ugly and broken. And we wonder why we aren't happy or feel love, but it's because we aren't connecting to love within us. Instead, we're aligning our actions and decisions with standards of love from people who don't and won't ever walk in our shoes. Um, and I think another thing is that people can be quick to judge self-love. So we shy away from it. But I also think that it's because um, it happens when people assume that um, self-love is coming from a narcissistic place. You know, they confuse it with selfies and dressing nice or taking care of yourself. But many of us have done those things and they don't bring more love. And I'm not saying not to take pictures or feel good about yourself. I'm actually for doing whatever it's going to make you feel confident and happy and beautiful. But I would suggest that we look at self-love as a relationship between ourselves and love. You know, how do we treat love? How do we use it? Do we use it? After thinking about love and those questions, I realized I was full of crap for a long time. Um, I mean, really being honest, I really was not really in loving others because the way I love others, actually, I was quite selfless to a fault. Uh, I still am, but in my own relationship with love, I've been a total jerk to the love within me. Um, and I realized that even now I allow so much love to exit, right? I, I, I let it release and take care of others, but I fail so many times to receive it and grow that love within me. Um, worse is I still let other people's standards of love get a vote in how much I'll value myself or love myself, even as an adult. It's crazy. We all do it. Um, so, you know, after thinking about that, what I did was I had that realization and I sat down and I started making bullet points based on these, you know, external and internal discussions and my own struggle with self-love and my own issues with receiving love from others. And what came out of it was uh, a letter to the love within me, right? So a love letter. Um, and because you're listening right now, this love letter is 
not just for me. I mean, it's for you too. And if you're inspired to do it, I mean, he goes, I mean, take a pen out and write your love letter. It doesn't need to be fancy, but it needs to hold meaning to you, right? And, and it needs to be something that you can visualize. That's the type of love you deserve. Okay, so right now, if you can, and I mean it, if you really can, if you're driving or doing something where you can't close your eyes, don't freaking do it, okay? Ya te dije, so please keep your eyes open. But for the rest of us, just humor me, please. And, you know, close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And out. And in. And out. And I want you to repeat after me. And there's a reason. Let me let me just backtrack a little bit. There's a reason why I wanted you to kind of calm yourself um, to just, I guess, open yourself up for uh, the love letter because, um, you know, it is, it's coming from a vulnerable p- place. And if you do connect with it, it won't be easy, right? Listening to it. So, you know, if you need another breath, you know, in and out, please do so um, because I, I really want this to sink in. Um, so please repeat after me. I will not water down my love. Okay, one more time. I will not water down my love. Now, I want you to say it like you really mean it this time. I will not water down my love. And the reason I wanted you to say that is because you've had that soda, right? Where the ice melts into it or that agua fresca that isn't sweet enough. And what is the thing that you think about, right? You think, um, this is not even worth putting to my lips a second damn time. So I want this to be the same concept here. If your love feels watered down, don't you dare drink it and don't you allow someone else to serve it to you in that way. Your love should be a full flavored agua fresca. So please don't forget that. Okay, so here's my love letter. And, you know, I'm going to warn you that I'm going to read it like I would do for myself on a weekly basis because I need to read it like it's a motivator. I need to read it to get my butt in gear and start loving myself in a way that I never have before. So if you read something back to yourself, read it in something that really is going to kick you in the ass. If it's not, it's not going to work. So I'm going to read it in a real way for me, um, a way I would talk to someone that just needs to get it through their head. So here goes. Here's my love letter to love. All right. Dear love, I am so sorry that I made you feel unseen and unheard for so long. You probably think I don't want you around, but the truth is, I need you. I act tough like it doesn't bother me when you're not part of my decisions or my relationships, but it really sucks that you're not there. When I look in the mirror, I feel selfish if I even want to invite you to look back at me because I've seen what I've been through and it isn't pretty. No, it's actually fucking disgusting. So I tell myself, why would love want a front seat to this train wreck? But that's the thing. You've been here sitting with me this whole time. And what I've done is I've taken off that seatbelt and hope that you'd fly out the window and leave me so I have an excuse to not take care of myself or not care about anything that happens to me. You didn't deserve that, but I was too busy thinking I didn't deserve you. I'm sorry for making you a weapon. One that not only hurt me, but that hurt others. 
that's not what you're intended for. And yet I've used you to excuse my lashing out when I really didn't have enough of you or understand you fully to utilize to benefit myself and others. I apologize for keeping you away from my heart and instead putting you in a position to be filled by money or materialistic things. I understand now that someone giving me a gift after they've put their hands on me, it doesn't take your place. Your place was always rightfully there and I'm sorry that I didn't see you were getting pushed further and further away by every sorry, every necklace, every trip, and every lie. But you stayed love even when I didn't welcome you. So now I say to you, I have a new set of standards that I'm putting in place to protect you and keep you within me and next to me. Love, I will intentionally and genuinely embrace you. I will make it a point to see you in the morning, every morning. Every morning in the mirror, I want to see you. I want to welcome you. And I want to fall asleep with you every night. I won't try to stop you from holding me. Now I'm done with that. Surround me, love. Remind me that you're there. I won't blame you for pain when it's actually hate that hurts us. I will keep you at the forefront of my decisions and allow you to help me communicate a healthier internal and external conversation. Love, I will turn to you when I want to be ugly and spiteful because I know that you'll help steer me in the right direction. I promise I won't let others talk about you like they know what you and I have been through because they weren't there for everything and they don't get to say what you are or what you mean to me. And love, there's going to be days, I got to be honest, I'm going to mess up and I'm going to talk to you like I don't trust you and I don't want you, but I promise I will try my best to remember that you aren't the enemy. How could you be? You've always been just waiting there to help save me. This is a love letter to you from me, the one who may push you away, but always needs you. Me chusma, you are so loved. And if you don't really feel that right now, I hope that together we'll learn to love better and allow ourselves to be loved stronger. Look at yourself and all that you've been through, and yet it didn't take you down. You have another day to embrace love, and I hope you do. More than anything, I hope you come face-to-face with your love and you freaking strip it down. Be real. What are you going to apologize to your love for? How long have you kept love hidden away because you thought you weren't worthy? But you are, man, that you are. My chusma, I can tell you right now that even if you don't feel it, you are loved. You are so worthy. I don't care what you've done or what you've been through. Love is waiting for you. So please don't settle for less because that's not the version of love you need or you deserve. Now, community, I just want to say that until next time, I'm going to be sending you love, the full flavored kind, because watered down is just not okay anymore.